Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. Um, What's up, listeners? It's your co-host, Fran. Baby mama, millennial, uh, baker, co-host of this beautiful podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, teacher, uh, person who's battling infertility wait Mm. fuck wait can i start wait let's start over fuck wait can we start over (laughs) no you have to leave this in (laughs) no i'm always unprepared for this okay let me start over okay it's emma um wait let me let me do a longer (laughs) pause fuck wait can we start over for real (laughs) why did you okay okay all right (laughs) okay okay What's up, listeners? It's your co-host, Fran, a baby mama, millennial, baker, co-host of The Review Crew. And it's Emma, teacher, New Yorker, friend of Fran, lover of podcasts. Let's do this. (laughs) I love, I love that addition. I love that addition. Okay, what's our, what's our check-in? How's your, what's, what's your vibe that you're bringing today? Our vibe, my vibe is content because we were just drinking coffee, slept in, watched a little bit of Great British Bake Off, the new season available now on Netflix. We're loving it. Well, um, so feeling happy about that. That is wonderful. That sounds like a wonderful, like lazy Sunday morning activity. Exactly. What's your vibe? Um, my vibe is a little um over caffeinated. I normally, normally Sundays are my Saturdays, my first day of my weekend, but I had to uh, help out at work for just like an hour and a half because we have somebody out, so I had to go in and do my bake-off, so I've already been awake, it's what, it's eight o'clock for me now, and I've been awake for four hours, Um, yeah, so, but then I came home to Sylvia having just woken up. And being so cute. Um, mm. And I got to bring Stephen home a blueberry scone from work. Fresh and hot. Nice. And Sylvia started eating it and losing her little mind and spreading it everywhere and eating <laughs> as much of it as she could. So that was pretty cute. So I'm like good, tired, very caffeinated. That's what's happening. That's a good morning. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Like, not yeah. bad at all. Nice. Mm-hmm mm-hmm happy pod yeah do you have all right do you have somewhere you want to you want to start today um sure because in the last pod ep i mentioned blackbird okay mm-hmm. um i finished it guys it's a limited series on apple tv hella good okay i just wanted to update my recommendation from last time because i'd only seen like two apps last time Mm -hmm. really really good definitely definitely recommend it crime thriller um very good prime tv one of those where you're like oh this is like succession level quality you know what i'm saying it's not as good as Succession. Mm. obviously that's a perfect 10 oh wow it's so good so i'm gonna give that a 9.5 blackbird definitely watch Damn. All right. Yeah, that sounds hella good. Very good. Um, I, mm, I don't think I've consumed any television this entire week, basically. Um, and yeah. I keep intending to. I'm like very behind on the things I want to be watching. 
Uh, so I don't know. I keep every weekend. I'm like gonna sit and watch some TV, and then instead I go to bed. Ooh, but you know what? That actually I did watch a little bit of a little bit of something. Mm. Um, that I put on for Sylvia on my phone so that I could have a nice little chit chat with my sister that I'll review, which is Gudetama, the lazy nice. egg. <laughs> Love Gudetama. Um, it is a little like Japanese cartoon. They're like one minute, two minute long episodes about a lazy egg. So cute. And also, if you look up just Gudetama on YouTube, there's just like a live stream that just like plays them over and over again. Um, and like doesn't just do a weird algorithm that will like suddenly start showing her like egg porn or whatever the fuck YouTube does. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I thought that was like part of the show and was like, wait, what? No. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep paying attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyway, so I wanted to have a nice chat with my sister who was babysitting for me when I got home from work and Sylvia was not allowing that. And so I put Gudetama on my phone and then she just ran around with my phone watching Gudetama, loving it because it's so cute. Um, I would rate that as far as like short children TV, that's like a that's like a 10 out of 10. It's like very entertaining and very cute. Nice. And very uh, short. I feel like I remember you showing that to me in like high school. Like a long time ago. It definitely was a long time ago. Probably, I don't think I'd heard of it in high school. I think I learned about its existence when I was in college and was just like, this is adorable. Yeah, um, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, and it is like a perfect thing for Sylvia to watch. She like loves it. I think it's even on Netflix now. But it's like, it's like I'm pretty sure it's a, a show that like is meant to go in between other shows, which is why each episode is only like a minute long. It's like a little short that would happen in between other children's TV shows or something. So check it out if you had haven't. 10 out of 10. So cute. I really, they make, I've thought about getting a Gudetama costume for Sylvia for Halloween. Oh, that'd be cute. I don't think I'm going to because I do really enjoy, I really enjoyed last year attempting to manufacture her costume um, with felt and stuff. So I'm probably going to try and make something again. Um, but Ooh. I don't know. That's like backup plan is just order a Gudetama outfit. Wait, do you have other ideas you're considering for what you're gonna make okay no just considering number one. no okay no okay number one okay the only thing i've considered so far is that her costume was a little bit big last year and she might still fit it so i might just dress her up <laughs> last listeners reviewers reviewers last year she was godzilla and it was so cute i got her a Less. little a little black jogger um so it was like long sleeves long pants zip up hoodie um for a baby and then I used a uh, craft felt and hot glue to put big spooky eyes on it and give it a tail and great Godzilla like spines on the back. Um, so cute. I would say, honestly, that was like a 10 out of 10 for me. I was like so proud to make her first Halloween costume. Yeah. Um, and she was so cute. And the pun that I didn't even realize when I decided to dress her up as Godzilla, which I did just because like. Sylvia has always been a really, really growly baby. I'm um, doing a lot of roaring, lots of growlings, like her primary sound for like many, many months. Um, so that was why I did it. But then I'm like, oh, it's also Godzilla. And I'm like, this is basically a pun with her name. So it's perfect. I love it. It was so cute last year. 
it was really cute but then so i was like gonna just try and do that again or like kind of like phone it in i don't know and then i was just hanging out with my friend last night and she said that she was gonna dress up her baby as a ceiling fan because it's her baby's favorite thing and i'm like that's so funny and so cute and now i'm like fuck i have to like do something because i forget how fun and cute it is to come up with a new silly costume wow a ceiling fan yes wow i can't picture that (laughs) i think she said she was gonna like put the blades out like out of the middle like have like sort of like a ball or something in the middle that would be like the base of the ceiling fan and make maybe like cardboard uh fan blades stick out around her middle like a little orbit around her i don't know i am really excited to see pictures cute Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i'm excited to see that and i like hearing your ideas and i do agree that it was amazing what you made last year so why not reuse it but amazing Mm -hmm. i know i've been holding on to it too of like not able to get rid of it because i'm like it was her first halloween costume yeah of course Um, of course yeah but like if she doesn't fit it i need to just get rid of it that would be hard yeah um wait okay can i go back to tv for one random second because i have a random question which is every time i say apple tv i want to say apple tv plus was that ever a thing or did i just make that up um someone let me know i have yeah because i I have no idea as someone who doesn't have apple tv but i can imagine a plus sign but i'm like maybe i'm thinking of something else also can i just blow a psa i did get apple tv for free thanks to t-mobile now t-mobile generally gets a rating of one out of ten very Mm. very bad very bad customer service Mm. super hard to deal with um but they did give me a free year of Apple TV slash Apple TV Plus. But Wait, how um, you, I also have T-Mobile. Also rate their customer service very poorly. Um, total agreement. How the fuck did you get a free year of Apple TV? Well, I'll tell you. So <laughs> when we moved Adrian, I wanted to move Adrian over to my plan. So that's like, you know, a better deal when you're like doing a family plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hell and a half. It was so hard to move his line mm-hmm. from Sprint over to T-Mobile, even though they're the same company now so that made no sense um it like cost us a bunch of money blah 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 but um and they also just like billed us wrong so when i was calling about like hey like our bill is wrong can you like please help me um i was also like oh i see this promotion here it says you get a free year of like apple tv like how do i do that and they were just like yeah it's it was pretty easy anyway i figured it out (laughs) um but i think if you go to t-mobile like account on your phone or whatever it'll it'll do it for you interesting i love love a free product i again don't really watch tv but i will still get it if it's free and then watch it like one time that's great exactly exactly Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. i know right now steven signed up for the free trial of amazon prime um so we can watch prime tv for a month and that's what's really been crushing me about having not had time to watch tv is because we're trying to watch that new lord of the rings show oh dude no yes what doesn't have have good reviews no it doesn't have good reviews i go you can't the only reviews reviews. i trust are ours and those (laughs) i still am sort of 50 50 on of whether or not i take our advice (laughs) dude speaking of good reviews can i do a quick movie review oh yeah Okay, this is gonna this is gonna alienate some people. This is gonna be controversial, so definitely let us know. But okay, I watched 
Marcel the Shell with shoes on, guys. Mm. Speaking of good reviews, because this movie has like 99% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes audience score, just as high, pretty high in the 90s. So I was like, literally, how is this movie rated so high? I thought about seeing it in theaters because I was so bored this summer, um, but just resisted that. Um, mm-hmm. Because the trailer to me looked so bad. I was just like, <laughs> what is this cutesy, patootsy bullshit? Mm-hmm. Um, a little twee, perhaps? Extremely twee. Anyway, so I was like, well, how does this have good reviews? Even Las Culturistas, they were talking about how good it was. Anyway, so if I, we finally watched it last night. We bought it on Amazon. Ooh. Yeah, because that was the only way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway... It was okay. It's so cutesy. I don't I don't understand the hype. Like it was better than the trailer makes it seem, I guess, in that mm-hmm. it was like kind of peaceful and like yeah, it just had the kind of like a peaceful vibe to the movie. Nothing stressful, you know. Mm-hmm. Appreciating the life's minutia or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I find Jenny Slate's Marcel voice like odd and I just I can't fully open my heart to it it's too cutesy for me yeah I didn't see the trailer I basically heard of this thing and immediately thought to myself pass I don't need to see it yeah. <laughs> exactly I just wanted to know why I got such, such good reviews I was like I have we'll to see watch. and this is what I'm saying Emma you cannot trust <laughs> reviews you yeah cannot trust them and you Sometimes should watch you the Lord of the Rings show and tell me what you think after you watch it I'm good Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. What is your actual number rating of the Marcel? Uh, for the Marcel show? the Shell, I will give it a. I'll give it a five out of 10 if you're watching with a kid and you need like a kid movie. Mm. I'll give it a four out of 10 if you're watching just with adults. All right. So that's like a neutral to bad situation. It wasn't like a bad movie. It just wasn't for me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. I, I hear that. Okay. And then how would you rate the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Because I'm I'm interested in your disinterest in the show. The original trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I watched them, especially with my uh, homeschooled friend growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, her fam was really into it. And I think that says a lot about that. Have you and, never rewatched them? Um, If someone like maybe had it on at like a party or something. But no. Um, I saw. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe one you're of them. Literally, I literally, you're my breaking dad. my heart right now. I saw one in theaters with my dad. One of the most recent. Does that make sense? And like in high school, did one come out? Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. So we went it. and saw them. Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen them all. All of the original ones I've seen. Okay, so you rate them have seen out of ten. No, 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 no. I rate them seven out of ten. Entertaining. Um, again, not really for me. But I love the Hobbit scenes. I love the Hobbit breakfast. I love the Hobbit Shire situation. But that's like literally five minutes out of like 400 hours of the movies. And so I wish that that was more. Okay. I know. And the true tragedy is that then there is there is a trilogy of Hobbit movies and they're god awful. Uh, I have not seen those yet. That's sad. Don't. Never watch them. The Hobbit movies, um, that trilogy is a 1 out of 10, but the Lord of the Rings trilogy, that's a fucking, that's a 10 out of 10 for me. I love those. I have watched all of them. Like, Steven and I will watch them every couple years. We try and watch all of them. Wow. I mean, it's the coziest movies. It caught my interest. Like, Like, watching the movie, I was like, this is exciting. But... 
it's like the fantasy is not my vibe. I think that you should um, reconsider. Highly recommend rewatching. Um, I think one of my one of my goals for us is um, whenever you are having kids and they're old enough to see Lord of the Rings and Sylvia's or- old enough to see Lord of the Rings and then we do like a joint vacation and then <gasps> we will watch all the Lord of the Rings as part of the joint vacation with many That would other be activities. so fun. I would totally enjoy that. Makes this will definitely fun. be a thing that will happen in like 12 years, but I just want to bookmark that for the future. Hell yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay, great. Definitely. Because, yeah, dude, those movies are so good. And also we'll be doing this with Star Wars as well. 10 out of 10 to Star Wars. To all Star Wars. Even the worst Star Wars. Like, I mean, actually, I don't even. I'm sorry. Not 10 out of 10 to the worst Star Wars because I really don't enjoy the new ones at all. But even the prequels, entertaining enough, is nostalgically a 10 out of 10, even if in actuality they're more like twos. Wait, can I tell you something that I feel like is a controversial hot take? Hmm. Because I feel like part of the love of Lord of the Rings and part of the love of Star Wars, it's like it's a nostalgia, right? It's like mm-hmm. a nostalgia for like a good time in your life when you were watching those movies for the first time. Yes. And it's kind of not that far off from like Harry Potter people. Now, I loved Harry Potter. You know this. We loved Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. We loved the books. We loved the movies. I loved the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, I'm kind of like, yeah, that was a time in my life. And now... Now I'm not a Harry Potter adult. You see yes. I'm okay. I'm with you on that, which is like, I, like you and I, we were listeners, reviewers. Yeah. <laughs> Emma and I were at midnight showings in high school for yeah. Harry Potter movies. And together. it was great. Mm-hmm. Emma was Hermione for Halloween in high school. <laughs> I remember very cutely. Um, we were big, big Potter heads, if you will. Yes. Um, But yeah, I just like don't. I want. I I haven't reread the books in a long time. Stephen is actually rereading the books somewhat recently and saying they're actually still very fun. But the nice. movies do not like. Like, there's some nostalgia in it for me, but I have very little interest in rewatching. Okay, actually, I have to qualify this because now it's sounding hypocritical. Because Adrian had never seen the movies. He'd never read the books, and he'd never seen the movies. Which, let that sink in. Offensive. For a that's insane to me. So a few years ago, obviously, we had to start watching them. And we did start watching them around Halloween time. So mm. it was very magical. We did make butterbeer. He was experiencing it for the first time. So it was it was a nice it was a nice mm-hmm. rewatch on my part. And he did enjoy them as well. So. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I definitely like because it is still nostalgic. I'm just yeah. not, like into it. But I would say I think that the Lord of the Rings trilogy books and movies and the original Star Wars trilogy are actually still really good. They're just still good. Like, I think the Lord of the Rings trilogy is actually, like, a great... I think they're just, like, well-made films. And, like, they're well-acted. The costumes are great. Um, I think that they hold up really well. Uh, Did you read the books? I, My dad read them out loud to me as a child. And then Cute. I've gotten part of the way through reading them as an adult, but then like misplaced the book and had to stop because I couldn't find it. But like, it's great. Nice. Yeah, I never read the books. I remember looking, I got the first one out at the library, like didn't even check it out. Just like picked it up out of the library, read the first sentence and was like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think I can get hooked. Into this. <laughs> okay. I have a question for you. How would you rate fantasy as a genre? Well, I love you. And I feel like it's close to your heart. So I mm-hmm. don't want And like I said, I loved Harry Potter. Like I still, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's not like I'm against fantasy. It's just, it's not something I seek out. It's sometimes 
rings false when I like watch it or read it. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put a rating on it because I don't want to. That's a hurt our. Put a rating on it. Do it. Of the fantasy as a genre. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty low on my list. I would is it like it, a three? I, I was going to say three, dude. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting What's big it? three vibes from what How you're saying. How would you rate fantasy? Um, fantasy, I think that like, I, I feel like fantasy as a genre is like, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to think about it. I think it's anywhere between eight and ten for me because I don't wow. actually engage with a lot of fantasy now as far as like fantasy media. Like, obviously, I want to watch the Lord of the Rings show. Um, because I love Lord of the Rings and I'll rewatch those. But as far as like, I'm not trying to watch a bunch of fantasy stuff. I'm not trying to read fantasy books. I like almost never do. But D and D. But I do play D and D, which I love. And like, basically, if something is set in the fantasy realm, I'm immediately more into it than if it were something else. <laughs> That's um, so cute. And I think part of it is like I grew up watching fucking like Xena Warrior Princess and fucking Merlin, like these horribly like just, like they're. They're not good shows, but they're also great shows, I will say. Um, and so, like, I feel like I like I enjoy campy fantasy stuff. Like, something being fantasy makes me enjoy the shitty acting, makes me enjoy the bad costumes and special effects in a way that, like, I don't really care about mysteries. I don't care about detective stuff. Whereas Steven will, like, love a detective thing that's kind of shitty and for me i'm just like wow this is like a shitty thing whereas if something's fantasy but like equally shittily made i'll like it more that's funny hmm. we're, so, we're so different you and i yeah but yet. and yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're the same person all right emma what time is it i'm gonna shift the conversation oh what time is it i don't know it's time for the motherhood man at um okay so i have a few motherhood related reviews to do and one of them i decided to review when i was in a very bad mood so i wanted to sandwich it with two short good reviews we're gonna do a good review bad review good review okay um so here we go okay the first thing i want to review um is a toddler's ability to stand on a chair (laughs) um so Sylvia gets mad at me when I'm ignoring her. Makes sense. She's a baby. <laughs> she would like to receive attention. But sometimes I'm like trying to do the dishes. Sometimes I'm trying to make dinner. So I've realized now is that I, if I pull up a chair um, next to me while I'm doing dishes, she'll stand on the chair and I can like the, the sink we have is divided into two. You know, you've seen mm-hmm. that style of sink. We know yeah. it. We have mixed feelings about it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do dishes in one side and then I'll just put some water in the other side with like a couple dishes in it that aren't that dirty, like a wooden spoon, like things that she could throw around. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can hear her yeah. yelling at the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, I'll do that and she'll just like splash around and hit this, try and hit everything with the spoon and like just stand next to me. And, like, play around in the water. And I'm able to just, like, do the dishes. Like, do my hand-washing dishes and fill the dishwasher um, while she just chills next to me. And it's so cute. Like, she just will stand there for, like, 15 minutes and play. Um, And it's adorable. And then the same thing with when I'm making dinner or something. If I pull up a chair next to 
me while I'm like cutting up vegetables at a cutting board. I obviously keep the knife at a safe distance, but I'll like put some little cut up grapes next to her. I'll put like a little plastic spoon. I'll put some random shit that she can just kind of throw around. Um, and she'll just like hang out and watch me make food and like do her little toddler stuff at the table next to me. And it's like very, very cute and very charming. And that's honestly, mm, I want to rate it a 10. It's a 10 out of 10 when it's successful. It's a 2 out of 10 when she decides to quickly um, step off the chair and plummet to the floor. Only happened okay, once. Okay, wait. Only wait. happened once. <laughs> it sounds adorable, but I was about to mention that we have some friends in Arizona who I know were using those. Um, it's basically a chair, but it's like slightly fenced in. And it's specifically made for toddlers to like stand while you're while you're making stuff in the kitchen. So it's like specifically for this Ooh. purpose. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, it so seemed to be working well. So that sounds like a great product that would solve the problem I had, which is what the first time I did it. Well, the second time. So the first time I did it, total success. She did dishes with me. The second time I did it, I turned around for a second to grab something off the opposite counter mm-hmm. and then heard the thump behind me and turned back around and she had, she was just fully laid out on her back on the floor. Oh, um, very sad. She was fine. Um, but she did, yeah, just take a quick tumble off the chair. So that was very stressful. I learned my lesson to not even turn my back for a second. So if I have to get anything off opposite counters, I just like pick her up and then she grabs the stuff with me and then I put her back on her chair. But also I would say the girl does not really try to plummet off of the chair anymore. Nice. She did that the one time and she's finally at an age where I feel like she can, she's like learning that she can't just sort of lean off of high things Mm. um and then arrive at the floor which i think Mm -hmm. was what she is experiencing when i pick her up and put her on the floor she's like "Hmm, i just float down when (laughs) i want to get off of something and i think she's now at an age where she's realized that like i need help or i will fall and hit my face on the floor um fucking 10 out of 10 to her finally being at that developmental stage where she'll like yell for me when she's climbed up on something and can't get down instead of just like fucking landing on her and like always on her face like it's, it's like i feel like his baby's heads are so heavy mm. um and she doesn't understand falling like she makes no attempt to not have be on her face she's gotten yeah. better about catching herself but anyways yeah uh it's definitely you definitely want to be right there when they're standing on the chair unless apparently you have an extremely cool contraption yeah what sure. i would love and i wonder i feel like this must exist is i would like an attachment to go on a regular chair that does yeah. that feature because i don't want to nice. have a chair that's just for her to exactly stand on. it's big it's definitely big yeah. yeah yeah i don't i don't like that um yeah. but yeah that's cute so do you mind if i just go for a while to do my sandwich do it do, do it do it okay so now i have my negative review so last Tuesday, let me let me set the set the scene. Last Tuesday, Sylvia has a cold. I am also a little bit under the weather because she has used me as a human tissue, wiped her mucus covered face all over my face. Um, disgusting. I am now sick too. We both have mild colds on Tuesday. We're there by ourselves. I, for the first time since being pregnant have started my period. I have not Mm. had my period since giving birth until now. It's been almost two years. Wow. So let me just say, terrible. Nobody (laughs) likes that. Not feeling good. I put Sylvia down for a nap. She doesn't love being put down for a nap. She's a little bit of a pain in the butt, but it's not terrible. So I'm like grateful for that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have 
my like at least an hour, hopefully two hours of time to myself. I feel crampy. I feel annoyed. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a little self-care. I'm going to take a bath. Nice. I fill my bath. I fucking get the bubble bath. I get in the bath. I'm in the bath for probably... And very fortunately, the way that I like to do a bath is if I need to, like, wash my hair or something, I do all of that first and then just sit for a while so I don't have to, like, think about having to do other things <laughs> um, so I can, like, fully relax. So I've just gotten to the point where I'm, like, I'm ready to fully relax in the bath. I've, like, washed my hair. I'm, like, chilling. I've got a podcast on. It's, again, been, like, 15 minutes. And then I just hear Sylvia crying because she took a 15-minute nap. So then I have to launch myself out of the bath yeah. um, and quickly like wrap a towel around me and go into her and she's just sitting there and she's just like, she literally laughs when she sees me, which is cute. And also like, oh, you're just laughing at the fact that I just had to jump out of the bath to come get you. Um, you're just laughing in my face. <laughs> um, so I pick her up she's clearly not gonna go back to sleep like I can just tell immediately she's not doing the like I'm tired thing she's like oh I just had a little cat nap and now I'm ready to be up for another two hours um so I get her out of the bed and then she goes into the bathroom and like sees that there's water in the tub and starts trying to play in it and I'm like well I guess I'm just draining this and then I'm just like so what I'm actually reviewing is watching your like small attempt at self-care when you're already feeling like shit literally go down the drain as your toddler just celebrates <laughs> because they've ruined it <laughs> sad i rate that experience a two out of ten that was yeah. extremely negative for me <laughs> that's a very quick nap and it does sound negative <laughs> yeah and then i had to, so then i had to put her um I put her down for another nap later and luckily she slept for like at least like an hour and a half. But like if she does it, if basically if she naps for almost any amount of time, I won't be able to put her down for at least an hour. Like I just know that. And I, okay. I, I used to try and like rock her back to sleep and it would take so long and it's like not worth it. I just have to get up and like put her down later. Mm, yeah. But it's like I feel like doing self-care in general for me is like the actual effort it takes to get to the place where I feel like I can do something for myself is like a really low rating for me. Like I find it very challenging to do. I never want to do it. All I want to do is sort of like lie and sit on my phone. Um, and like, that's, that's the, that like, that's not actually self-care because it actually just makes me feel like shit, but like doing anything that's actually good for me is like very difficult. I'm exact in exactly the same place. I mean, I know it's harder for you with the baby, but I'm also like, I, that's my only desire is to just lie down and look at my phone Yeah, and it doesn't make me feel great. So yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's hard out there, It is. but I will. So now to get out of the shitty self-care being ruined thing, I want to do one last motherhood review very quickly, um, which is just a baby eating watermelon, 10 out of 10. So cute. My mother-in-law brought a watermelon Sylvia, to our house. Sylvia loved it. Giving her a fat piece of watermelon and watching her just fucking go to town on it. Getting juice sticky everywhere. So happy. Um, I have not actually had any watermelon yet this summer. Which is like it's just about the end of its season. So really snuck it in there. Um, so cute. So cute. 10 out of 10 to a baby eating watermelon. Cute. That sounds cute. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. And that concludes the Motherhood Minute. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. Nice. Mm -hmm. 
Um, well, will you sing with me? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't remember the song. <laughs> if you want to see if you can have a baby, come on down to the TTCC. I tried to snap in time. We'll see if that was good at all. But that was really good. Thank you. I just have a really quick one this week because mm-hmm. basically it's kind of interesting now that we are fully in the into medical fertility treatments, doing mm-hmm. the IUIs, doing everything. It's like most days I'm like, it's in the hands of science now. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of like out of my hands, whereas mm-hmm. before it was very much, very much in my hands. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And I'm kind of part of me is like looking forward to IVF, which would mm-hmm. be a couple of months away for us, just because like it has such a high success rate. And I'm like, it sounds so awesome that it works so many times. Yeah. But anyway, so it's in the hands of science. I will say my one review is um, when you tell someone about infertility and it turns out that they also were dealing with the same exact problems so basically here's the sitch um Mm -hmm. i got up the nerve to tell a supervisor okay about my fertility treatments because i had to come in late for the iui already you know there's all these like morning blood draws so i just wanted to put it on the table you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um and yes so sorry i'm like so nervous to like mention the word workplace because i'm like (laughs) i don't want to get in trouble anyway (laughs) um you would not (laughs) But like, okay, my supervisor, after I told them, was immediately like, yeah, my two teenage boys like were born via IVF. And so I understand exactly what you're going through. Like we had this whole entire conversation about like IUI, like which they Mm -hmm. also tried, like literally just like has experienced everything that I'm currently experiencing and come out the other side and has two teenagers from it. Mm -hmm. It was so, it gave me so much hope. Like I actually Mm -hmm. was like, oh, wow. Like. Like, you know what I mean? Because I've, I've like yeah. these kids, like I'm like, they're totally awesome. And like that mm-hmm. could be the result of IVF. And it's just like so great. Yeah, and that's during... wonderful. That's yeah. like, it's so good to bond with people over that kind of thing and see how it like can work out. Yeah, exactly. Because it's easy to lose hope. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rough, it's a rough thing. It's nice but to it see is... when people are on the other side of it. Exactly. And like. It's one in eight couples. One in eight couples will experience infertility. And that's, oh, that's I didn't a lot know of people. It was that high. Yeah, it's pretty high. So, yep. Very All nice. Right. That was I have um, a semi related review. Okay. Um, which is, uh, sorry, I was <laughs> like, I haven't figured out the exact phrasing of it. Okay. I wanted, oh, wait, did you actually put a number on that? Um, that experience. A little nerve-wracking so i'll give it an eight but eight out of ten all right hell yeah yeah okay i think i'm actually gonna have that same number of you for what um i'm realizing is my transformation into an extrovert or at least becoming yes! more extroverted <laughs> that's awesome um so i was like a painfully shy child like could not speak to other people hated to speak in class very easily embarrassed. I'm still actually very easily embarrassed. Um, and I have always thought of myself as an introvert. And I think I've been introverted for a long time. And I realized like I've become more and more extroverted of just like being able to like talk to people. 
I really enjoy the process of making friends. I like getting to know people. So yesterday I was feeling really exhausted by work. It was like a super busy day at work, um, which was really annoying. And I knew that instead of it being my Friday, I would actually have to still get up early. Even if I was only going into work for an hour and a half, having to do so at 5 a.m. doesn't make it feel that chill. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was super cranky when I got home, just like tired. And then I was trying to like make food and Sylvia was yelling at me and like it was just I don't know I just was like super grumpy and then like even when things were fine and like Steven was like playing with Sylvia and I like I'm like objectively cute things are happening around me and I just feel like fucking irritated and like I don't want to like be here I don't want to do anything I don't like any of this like I don't I don't like being in my own skin right now like that's Mm. that's the vibe yeah um, and we were invited last night to go to a little going away party for my friend who's moving away. Very sad she's moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, also very happy for her. Uh, so we were invited and I was like, maybe we shouldn't even go. Like, we're still kind of getting over these colds. It's like outside. And yes, I have COVID tested like six times this last week. All negative. Um, and I'm like, but we'll just go. We'll just go. And at first I was going to go by myself. And then Steven's like, well, I do kind of want to go. And I'm like, cool, let's all of us go. And then we went and it was just like so nice. I like saw some friends I haven't seen for a while that I used to work with at my old job and just like chatting with people. And it was just like I felt like very rejuvenated going mm. to this like small gathering of friends. And like some of them like I don't even know that well. Um and just like it was such a and like also going with Steven and Sylvia and like them interacting with people like I don't know I just like I've it really got me out of the funk that I was in and even though it was ostensibly like many hours later when I got home so I would be like more tired I felt like way way less tired like I felt like very like I usually I feel like I used to find social events a lot more depleting and like sometimes Mm -hmm. that still happens if I'm like over scheduling myself and not sleeping enough yeah but I was like oh I feel like deeply recharged by like being around these people and I'm like damn that's that's the sign of an extrovert baby like what's happening to me (laughs) wait that is so funny that you brought that up because we actually saw friends last night and I kind of felt the same way I was like this is great like I literally had the thought of like every Saturday night we should like go out and see friends <laughs> like yeah. I don't know, it's kind of a rare thing for us because we are like a little more introverted um but it's yeah it's just really nice to chill with some good friends yeah yeah it's like a super super good thing which is and it's not to say that like introverts don't enjoy being with their friends but I feel like there was a time in my life where like I viewed doing a lot of friend gatherings as like a little Like, it's a thing I enjoyed, but I would also be left really exhausted. And this was the Mm. first time I've done that and been like, no, I'm actually, like, very energized by, like, seeing people. And makes me want to see people more, like, you experienced. And, like, I feel like it has to do with, like, connecting and, like, like, yeah, what you were talking about, being able to connect with your supervisor. of Just, like, when you're able to, like, really bond with other people who have been through either different, like, even if it's different shitty things. But of, like, if you're having any sort of hard time at all, it's just, like being able to like hang out with people and like laugh at what bullshit you're going through is like such a powerful, like wonderful thing. Yeah. 10 out of 10 to having friends. Yeah. (laughs) Cause also it's like, and I feel like, like that's something I was thinking about with uh, 
like your experience bonding with your supervisor about TTC of like the, I feel like people talk about how you can like find communities on the internet and that's definitely true. Um, and that's like amazing and great. It's great to meet people online and find like, like-minded people and like chat rooms on Reddit and whatever. And like seeing that people are going through your stuff, like the same stuff. I've definitely looked at a lot of like read people's stories about their babies and stuff online when I've been feeling like I need to have more people's stories about their babies plummeting to the floor off of different things because <laughs> I need proof that I'm not a horrible mother. <laughs> um, but it's not the same. It's like not the same. It's like even if you're not close with someone, like you don't know your supervisor very well. But just having like a like it doesn't matter how many stories you read on the Internet of like different people or how personal they are. It's just different when you're like in person sitting down with someone who can be like, oh, yeah, I've been through that, too. And like now I'm on the other side of it. It's like very powerful. Uh, agreed. I was even on that note kind of having a controversial thought of like. Mm kind of appreciating working in person now this is very (laughs) controversial because there's a lot of great things about working from home no commute eating Mm -hmm. lunch however you want to eat it Mm -hmm. but there is something nice about being around other great people during the day and just yeah it's like Mm -hmm. there is an element to that that I do enjoy and Mm -hmm. take that take that for what what you will I mean I know you've been in person for a long time I've been in person for a long time it actually kind of blows my mind that some people are still working from home I'm like right how like it feels like a completely different like world mm-hmm. almost that a person would be living in if they were still working from home but no that's not a bad thing like I know a lot of people love it mm-hmm. um but it's been kind of nice yeah no I'm definitely like I like through like because I since working in food service means that like I did not have any working remote uh during yeah. throughout the pandemic and I also I was unemployed for like a couple months during the pandemic but otherwise I've been working throughout um and there were definitely times where I like really wished that I could work remotely mm-hmm. um but I'm also like deeply grateful for working in person and like because like my husband is a teacher as you are um, and like many teachers had to spend a year, a year and plus a little bit teaching mm-hmm. from home, mm-hmm. um, before the schools reopened and he was like fucking losing it being at home yeah. all the time. And like on the one Me hand, too. like he also would have lost it having to like be in a classroom full of like dirty kids. Like I'm really grateful. And he's really grateful that he was able to work from home. Same. Especially too. with schools, like just illnesses travel so fast. Like it, I think that was important that that happened. Mm-hmm. But also like, yeah, it was really, really hard for him to have to be home by himself all the time and just like not, yeah, not interacting. Like even if he's just doing small interactions with other adults, but of just like being cooped up all the time. And like, I was very grateful to like, be able to go into work and like talk to other adults and just like have a little bit sense of like a, a bigger sense of normalcy I think helped yeah. keep me grounded and a little bit less depressed in the pandemic than I think a lot of people that I knew who were like super isolated yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah. as as the Quakers say um this friend speaks my mind this is a, <laughs> this is a Quaker saying <laughs> um I love that I love that but All yeah. I know about Quakers are their oats. And you know what? I love them. We love them. Mm-hmm. We 10 love out them. of 10 Quaker oats. 
I eat a, I eat like overnight oats every day before work because it's easy to set up and then eat so fast in the morning. And it's just really satisfying. That's great. My plan is to make granola today at some point because I want to put granola on yogurt and bring it to work. Dude, hell yeah. I love homemade granola. Speaking of cooking, dude. I made Madeleine's. You know this. Everybody yes. knows this because I posted it on my Insta. But it was absolutely thrilling because it's my first mm-hmm. time ever making Madeleine's to just to take the tray out of the oven and be like, oh, these are perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was I felt like some kind of culinary genius. And really all it was is I followed the recipe. But also, can I say, sorry, one more thing about making mm-hmm. Madeleine's is, okay, I looked at the recipe. I was like, oh, simple ingredients. I have the pan already. Um, This is not like no big deal. Then when I went to start baking it, okay, so start Mm -hmm. taking the ingredients, putting it together, I realized the measurements were in ounces, like they were in weight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck. I I almost just took my like liquid pyrex measuring cup and Mm -hmm. there's like an ounce line on there and I almost just like tried to do that. And I was like, no be cool because i do have a little food scale i've never used it before mm-hmm. and it was extremely easy to use so shout out yes <laughs> so that Dude. really was nice <laughs> oh my god you and had now me I feel like, like an edge of my seat the yeah. idea that you were going to measure your dry ingredients in a yeah. liquid measuring cup by ounces i was yeah. gonna shit my pants yeah no i'm really glad i didn't do that but i almost did but you know what yeah using the scale was literally so easy Okay, and dude. Delicious. Turned out. I great. have a few things I need to respond to immediately yeah. about okay. this story. Okay, first I do want to say, yeah, ten out of ten to those Madelines you made. They looked incredible. And so a little a little backstory to Emma making Madelines, which is I had tried to make Madelines earlier this week, and mine did not come out that good. They did not. So I would say there was a hint of jealousy when I viewed your thing. So I was just like, wow, this is perfect. And I will also say this. I have made Madeleine's not a lot because it's such a particular thing. You know, you got to have the pans. It's not like an everyday thing I'm going to make. So I've tried, but I've probably made them like mm, five or six times um, using a different recipe every time because they have never come out as good as the ones you sent me the picture of. They have always Damn. looked way shittier than that. Which is why I immediately had to ask you for the recipe when you sent me the picture. Because now I need to try. Um, So they looked incredible. Um, 10 out of 10 to you. Fucking, I would say 7 or 8 out of 10 to me and my Madeline history. Because they do always taste good. It's like a buttery cookie. But they are ugly and not as good looking and not like how they're supposed to be. No, I realize Um, that that kind of makes me sound like a dick when I'm like, I made them and they were great. But actually, the backstory is... I was very inspired by you. Literally, you mentioned something. You're like, oh, I made Madeline's today. And I'm like, I should make Madeline's. <laughs> because literally, you're my inspiration for life. Well, dude, you took that inspiration so. and you fucking spun gold out of what I made, which was shit. Not shit. It was delicious. But just yeah. imperfect. Uh-huh. Um, and they were beautiful and incredible. And you're an inspiration and great. Um, I also say 10 out of 10 to yeah. using a scale, especially in baking yeah. people. You got to get yourself a scale. They're not that expensive. It's so worth investing in. And you know what? You're using less dishes. You're using less yeah. dishes when you use a food scale. It's more accurate. It's less work. It is not scary. It is um, easy, yeah. Get yourself a damn scale. I almost so decluttered better. my scale because, as I mentioned, I've literally never used it before. But, yeah, wow. now I see, the, I see the light. Also, can I just say something I realized more and more 
as I get into my 30s, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is if you follow a recipe exactly as it's written, it turns out a lot better than when you cut corners. And this is something <laughs> I've had to learn from experience. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like every time I would try to like be like, oh, I don't really have like this, so I'm going to like do this instead. Or like I don't really want to, you know, measure this out, so I'm just going to do this instead. It always turns out so much better. Or like, okay, here's one example. This recipe called for room temperature eggs. Mm-hmm. And like old me would have just taken the eggs from the fridge, maybe have them sit out for like a minute and then just put them in and been like, what, what difference can it make? Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, you know what? Leave them on the counter for hours. Let them get actually to room temperature because mm-hmm. that's what the fucking recipe says and they know <laughs> what they're talking about. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes a big difference to me. Yeah. How would you rate following a recipe exactly? I would give it a um, 8 out of 10. The product ends up to be better, but you have to sometimes buy ingredients you don't want to buy and do things you don't want to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm with you. And so, actually, you would think that as someone who has been in the food industry since 2010, that I would be like, yeah, of course, you're supposed to follow the recipe, blah, blah, blah. But actually, it's something I've only also very recently learned. (laughs) Um, Because especially when I'm baking at home, it's just like, Eh, I'm not gonna go get fucking buttermilk. I'm just gonna yeah. put some vinegar in this milk and like make it make it happen. Um, or just do yeah, the same thing with like the room temperature eggs. Like who has time to get things the yeah. right temperature? Yeah. But like in the past like year and a half, I have been like, you know what? It's time to just like do things correctly <laughs> for once. <laughs> and it is so worth it. And I will say, if you don't want to let your eggs sit out all day. Just get some like warm tap water and put your eggs in that and they'll warm up pretty quickly so it doesn't take mm. as long. Interesting. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely, definitely worth it. I'm with you on the 8 out of 10 because it's also like sometimes – like sometimes I still don't follow it exactly because I don't want to go to the fucking store. Same, same. But it is like – it is better. My classic thing is I love things to be well salted. I won't say salty because mm. obviously nobody wants salty food. Yeah. But – I like things to be thoroughly salted. So sometimes if I feel like a recipe is not calling for enough salt, sometimes mm-hmm. I add more salt or I use salted butter when it calls for unsalted and it's not as good. It's always better if I just follow it. Well, I mean, I think that your impulse is correct though. I think that a lot of like, it basically, it depends on, you got to know that you can trust the person whose recipe you're doing. Yes. Cause there yes. are a lot of baking recipes. Like like on a, like the salt thing is something I've had to learn basically on the job because when I was in baking school, so many of my baking recipes did not contain salt. And there's a lot of wow. dessert recipes, a lot of pastry recipes that do not have salt or very small amounts of salt in them. Um, and just slowly realizing over my career that's like, nope, it actually you need to salt everything, even if yeah. it is like not a thing that is supposed to be salty. Like, I don't know. It's just like it's very funny to me. I feel like they're for a long time was a trend of just like not having any salt in your dessert which like doesn't taste good agreed dude agreed mm-hmm. um well i have another food review yay me too um, okay you go first okay so i um i don't know if i've mentioned this on the pod so something kind of cool and weird when i moved into this house um was one the floors were all fucking filthy so that sucked but the cool thing was that the freezer had not been cleaned out and it contained, among some other things, oh, yeah. three frozen turkeys, um, which is insane because who has, like, it's not like they had an extra freezer. 
they just had in their norm like it's a pretty big freezer fridge that we got when we moved in here like it's pretty large um compared to what we've ever had before but still like it's a lot to keep three turkeys in your freezer yeah um a little excessive so I was like, this is crazy. And Steven's like, let's throw them out. And I'm like, absolutely not. This is like tens of dollars of food. This is like $100. I have no idea how much turkeys cost. But this is a lot of food. Like, these are each like 14-pound turkeys. Um, So I'm like, we got to at least defrost one. And if I defrost it and it's like gross and green and stinky, then I'll, yeah, absolutely throw all three out. But otherwise, we're just going to have turkey. So we finally got settled enough that this last week, I defrosted the turkey defrosted Mm -hmm. turkey number one in my fridge over four days and you know what it was a perfectly good turkey it's a perfectly good turkey nice um and so i watched a little video on youtube about how to cut it up into all of its parts and i cut it up i made red wine braised turkey legs on friday night um with gravy delightful um that was, I think, especially because, like, I was my original plan was to just like roast the turkey because that's like how I know how to prepare turkey. And I was like, let's yeah. Google it. Let's check, let's check in with Kenji Lopez Alt, 10 out of 10 to basically all of his recipes oh, yeah. on Serious Eats. And he had a thing for red wine braised turkey legs and making a like basically doing to a turkey breast what you do to porchetta of like flattening it out rubbing a bunch of herbs and salt into it and then rolling it up and roasting it so i did that yesterday also fucking good i'm gonna eat that for sandwiches all week and then i have two wings in my fridge that i'm gonna braise today i think probably kind of like i did the turkey legs but not with like red wine i'm gonna do like a bunch of herbs and stuff um wow and just like so it's just like i just got a free fucking so much food um so i would say one free food 10 out of 10 Turkey in general, I would say is like an eight out of 10 for me. I don't love turkey, but having it a couple times a year is very pleasant. Um, 10 out of 10 to trying new recipes end up being delicious. Um, The whole experience overall, I would say nine out of 10. It's getting one detraction because Steven is still a little bit skeeved out by the fact that this is like turkey of an unknown age from our freezer. And (laughs) it's requiring a lot of him like... He's having to do a lot of like, like we were, when we were eating the turkey legs the first night, he was like, okay, so this does taste really good, but I'm just like, keep thinking about how it was in the freezer for an unknown amount of time. And like, it's hard for me to eat. And I, same. Was, I would be the exact same. I yeah. Be- I was really mad about it, um, <laughs> but he has tasted the turkey breast though. He tasted and he's like, oh damn, this is really good. And so he like, will eat that. Nice. For sure. Aww. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to try and give – my mom's coming up today, and I'm going to give her some turkey. I'm going to give my sister one of the frozen turkeys because we fucking had three, and then I'll save the other one for, like, closer to the holidays when it's, like, turkey time again. And it's just, like, fucking hell yeah, hell yeah to free turkeys. Yeah, that is very uh, creative, frugal, smart, low, low waste, everything. I commend That's- you all of my goals oh yeah and also like i cut it into the parts and so it's like i got to take the carcass the tarkus the carcass (laughs) makes stock too um it's like i did i felt like i feel like i was doing all the things steven was like you're basically just the most chef right now which is for me the highest compliment um and uh yeah felt really good amazing amazing Mm -hmm. well my food review is not gonna be that exciting 
especially because I already told you, Fran, about it. But I just want <laughs> any listener to know that Trader Joe's frozen boba, go get you some. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is boba. bomb. It is bomb, bomb, bomb. Here it is. Okay. So you get a little box frozen. Okay. It comes with um, little packets of the boba frozen in like a brown sugar syrup. Mm-hmm. And it comes with boba straws, which are paper straws, which, you know, mm-hmm. are not my fave. But these are sturdy <laughs> ones. They're sturdy. They don't, they don't, you know, fall apart. All right. Um, all right. And it's so easy. It has no caffeine. So you can have it as like an afternoon treat. You just microwave the boba for like a minute in a cup. And mm-hmm. then you add it to some ice. It says to add some milk or whatever, whatever beverage you want. You could add tea if you wanted. And it just is great. A great Dude, little treat. That sounds so good. I feel like I definitely want to try this because there's like, I think there's only one boba place in the city of Vallejo, which feels like not enough boba places. Like when we lived in yeah. Davis, there was like a boba spot on every fucking corner. And I loved that. Um, but mm. now I have to like drive to the fucking like party sit next to party city and red lobster and there's like a quickly there which is just like mm-hmm. fine um yeah. and i would love to have some boba at home so next time i make a trek to trader joe's because there's also no trader joe's in vallejo fucking zero out of Bad. ten to not having a nearby trader joe's but the next time i trek yeah. over to vacaville fairfield or wherever the fuck else has them i will uh i will look for that because it sounds great nice i love it also yesterday at trader joe's i picked up some fall treats you know trader joe's is all about that we got pumpkin sticky toffee pudding we got a make your own uh candied apple like caramel apple kit hell Very yeah fun. we got what was the last thing did you oh. get a cinnamon broom yet oh i i got that a week ago and it is giving me so much joy it literally smells so good highly recommend a cinnamon broom someone when i was buying it at the store an old lady (laughs) Mm -hmm. an old lady who um english was not her first language she like picked it up out of my hands and was like for she was like for cleaning and i was like no (laughs) we had like a cute interaction um but the other thing i bought was pumpkin cheesecake croissants i can't report a review for any of those things because i haven't tried them yet but i'm very excited and i just love trader joe's fall stuff hell yeah and i cannot i'm waiting with bated breath for the reviews on those once you try them yeah dude i will review that hell yeah should we should we close it out there with our beautiful trader joe's yeah let's do it we should have like an ending song that we sing like it's been fun but now there's only one. But now we're done. <laughs> but now we're done. Thank you. <laughs> it's been fun. Fun. But now now we're, we're done. done. There we go. <laughs> um, perfect. Beautiful. All right. We love you, reviewers. Ten out of ten. I love you, Emma. Ten out of ten. You're a ten out of ten. Um, I'm sorry about what I said about Lord of the Rings. Don't everyone don't hate me. <laughs> um, Emma, unf- the unfortunate reality is that a lot of people agree with you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know though. People in our friend circle, I feel like I have a lot of friends who are like gung ho. Well, oh, yeah, because we have we have the big nerd energy. I remember <laughs> I my friend, a good friend of mine, uh, was talking about something about like beautiful movies or a movie. Or I was I was trying to explain like basically that, I, that we were talking about movies and cinematography came up, and I said how Lord of the Rings has like beautiful like cinematography, and she 
looked at me and was like, I can't tell if you're joking. Because she had only seen one one time on a date and she was made out the whole time, like as a teen. Um, and had zero interest in it and just assumed that they were bad shit movies. And I just remember I was devastated at the time. Aww. And like that was my first encounter with realizing that like not all people think of them as perfect movies, which they definitely are. Wow. Cute. Cute. <sighs> That's all right out there. Anyway. <laughs> Um, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You too. Toodaloo. <laughs> Bye. Bye.